Hello and welcome to the Great Minds podcast with myself, David Pugh. And myself, Shaneen Corsa. And today we're joined by a guest from Selfa, um, and that's Emma Pears. So welcome to, to our podcast, Emma. Hi. So today we're just going to have a, a little bit of a chat. Um, you can tell us a little bit about Selfa and, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll hear all about uh, the, the great work that you do. I know that you've spotted a lot of young people um, that, that I know of um, and there's lots more that's going on that I'm sure I don't know of as well. Um, so yeah, I know that you're, you're a charity in Craven who run many different groups and projects. Um, but could you tell us a little bit about Selfa and what the charity do? Of course, David. Um, well, it's lovely to be here. So I'm Emma Pears um, from Selfa Children's Charity. And like you said, we're based in Craven. So that's Skipton, Bentham and Settle. And we support about 450 children a year, um, about 150 Children and young people come through our doors every week, um, and that's through a range of health and wellbeing programs. Uh, so each week we have about 20 different groups, um, from age four right through to 19, where children and young people are right at the heart of everything that we do. So we support children, young people, and their families through the tough times in their lives. Uh, when you think about what that might look like, um, when a, a child or young person might come through our door, the 20 groups are all very different and um, based on what the needs and wants are of the children and young people who attend. So, for example, we have a wellness group for teenage girls. Last night we were doing vision boards, so about raising aspirations and thinking about um, hopes for the future. Um, we also run a number of sports and physical activity groups for all ages. We have sports leaders, so uh, quite a few of our sports activities are for children and young people who might be previously disengaged in sport, and um, we try and encourage them to get involved at whatever level they do and just have a good time and build up like their experience of trying different sports and activities. And then we also offer that one-to-one support. So we offer mentoring, coaching and counselling at SELFA. We offer safe spaces and after school, evening and weekend and school holidays, um, one-to-one sessions to those who are experiencing difficulties, as well as well-being cafes. So quite, quite, quite a lot there, David, for me to start off with. Let, let's break that down a bit. <laughs> certainly sounds like uh, you're being, being kept busy in the area there. So uh, yeah, lots on. And I think it, it sounds great that, you know, first of all, 150 young people every week um, being supported is massive, but that's that's covering so many different areas and all with different levels of need, um, different places on their journey. So I'm sure some will be very new to SELFA and some will have been coming for, for a long time. Long time. Um, and it sounds like there's so many different services available for pretty much any young person out there to, to support them. Um, so I think that's that's really good to hear. So if anybody does need any support um, and you're wondering, is, is self for a group for, for you? Then I'd say get in touch and see see if, uh, if it is. And I'm sure there will be something there, there for them. Can, can I ask Emma, um, what would be the referral process if, uh, for instance, 
um, a parent or carer or even a young person wants to attend your services to your organisation? Well, if you go to our website, so if you Google SELFA, S-E-L-F-A, our website's the top listed one. You click on there and it says refer now and you can fill in the form online. Um, So that parent could do that or a young person could do that themselves. Um, But also you can pick up the phone and give us a call. The number's on the website as well. Or Selfa is also on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. Just send us a DM about um, wanting to come to Selfa and then we'll, we'll get in touch with you. So try and make it as easy as possible for people to be referred or self-referred to us but most of our referrals come through schools um in the area um we have a few through carers resource social prescribers obviously being a source of referrals but um what we'll do is when when a young person um refers to us um we'll you know we usually check with them if they're okay for us to speak to the school about you know how we can link with them because we realize that we can't work in isolation, we've got to try and support everybody in this process. So we work really closely with schools as well. That's good to hear. Thank you. Brilliant, yeah. self has been running for, for 15 years now. Um, and I mean, I, I know that in recent years since I've been in this role, and I know that it's it's grown and grown in, in just that short time. Um, but I think I'm right in saying that, that you started it all off um, and were involved in, in setting it up. Um, Tell us a little bit of the background, what was the, the reasoning for that and, and how it's changed since then. Yeah, oh. indeed. Whenever we first started, we used to just do holiday activities. We had a BBC Children in Need grant to run activities for um, what was then vulnerable children and young people in the school holidays. Um, and we've really grown over the years um, through the work that we do supporting so many children and young people now and I think that there's a lot at the, the heart of that you know I've, I've, I've worked personally with a lot of these families over the years so I feel like you know those kids have grown up with Zelfa mm. but also uh, in recent years particularly around more support we offer for children and young people around their emotional health and well-being I'm a parent of a child who when she was eight years old she started to experience some uh, emotional distress at school and at home and I know that it was the early support that we got her then that really helped her through so I think having my lived experience as a parent and carer as well it really makes me you know able to relate to what's going on in these families lives and and, and and just want people to have the best experience that they can. We want children to thrive and do well. And, and children do well if we create that right environment for them to be supported. And that's what they get itself. So they get that sense of belonging through our weekly groups and those relationships with um, our staff and volunteers who have been there many years, really. And so that's, that's really the the. The thinking behind it, I always think that, yeah, it's um, what more can we do? I always think is my motto, you know, what more can we do to support children and young people and their families, especially in these times? Great, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that shows how it's uh, grown and grown since that, you know, those early times that it was just the, the holiday activities through to all the different groups that, that are running now and the, the numbers of young people that are supported. Um, so that's that's really good good to hear, and I think it comes through that. Um, what what more can we do? 
um, shows in the way that, that the charity's broadly grown. And it definitely does show um, that you are, you know, on your website, it says here to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have been going for 15 years uh, and it's a credit to yourself and your team uh, for continuing to do what you're doing in, in the best efforts. And it's a, it's a difficult time uh, right now, but um, and it's it's nice to know that you that young people and parents and carers have got this facility in Craven and Skipton area. Um, and then the referral process, as you mentioned, it is on online on the website, www.selfa.org.uk. And again, again, you said you can you update your Facebook, um, and you've got Insta, and also you've got Twitter as well. Um, uh, coming to back to, so how can young people get involved and attend some of your activities that you run? I know that it's through the referral process, but how could they get involved? So I, the main thing is um, getting children and young people through the door. And I know that that can be really scary. It's not just like, hey, give us a call and turn up at this new group with a whole load of people that you've never met before. Um, That would send my anxiety through the roof as an adult. Um, So I can't even imagine what it would be like for a young person. So I think the thing is to make that initial contact, to reach out to us and do that in in the way that's best for you to do that. Like we said, you know, if it's through sending us a, a direct message saying, I'd like to come to Selfa and I'd like to speak to someone, um, can you tell me more? Then we'll start that process. And I think that's the bit, if you can reach out as a parent, carer, schools pretty much know how to refer to us. And so a lot of professionals already know how to do that. But if you're maybe speaking to someone um, who's a, uh, you know, at school or um, a social prescriber, then do say to them, I was, I heard that about Selfa or I heard that podcast about Selfa. Can you, you know, support me with that? So I would say that's the first thing. And we're all about building up a relationship. So I think that's a really important thing with children and young people. Like I've been there 15 years. Um, a lot of the team have been there long time we really look after our team well so people tend to stick around everybody loves to work and volunteer itself um so i think that that really um when i speak to children and young people who come to self the important things are that they're people that they know that they trust that are genuinely interested in them that take time to build up a relationship with them and do what they say they're going to do and that's that's the crux of it really um we do have different ways to support people. So, you know, if you fancy coming along to a group and, you know, you're feeling like, you know, struggling with some friendships and feeling quite lonely, um, we do have groups where you can come along once a week. Like I said, the girls groups and sports groups. We also have our youth council who are involved in um, leading the direction of the organisation. So loads of different things going on there. Definitely something to suit everyone. Um, but also for those who need one-to-one support, we do have wellbeing cafes on a couple of evenings a week um, and also on a Saturday afternoon. So they can be, you know, I would say just send us a message if you want to come along to one of those um, and you can just come along and we can, you know, have a chat and see what's going on for you and see in the best way that we can support you with that. And then there is the offer as well of... Um, the, the the coaching parent coaching as well so we have some new 
programs coming up around that and um, we do have a small counselling offer as well so yeah so quite a bit going on there but I think it's just you know um, just reach out to us and that's you know we, we, we've tried to make ourselves reach outable too um, yeah. and we're trying to make sure that we're um, doing everything that we can but please do just you know or pick up the phone and yeah. give us a call and say you know I'd, li- I'd like to I'd like some support and uh, I think something might be the right place for me. Fantastic. And it sounds there, from what you said, it's not just, obviously, we're, we're telling it for, for young people, but it's not just the support for the young people. If there's any parents who are, who are listening to this and thinking, oh, you know, I'm really struggling, my young person, you know, my child won't, won't want to go to, to get this support, mm-hmm. um, but they might be able to get some support themselves. Um, then it sounds like you guys support parents as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, we are in. We, we've done some family work in the past, um, and we've got some peer support groups for parents coming up in the new year. Um, like I qualified as a parent wellbeing coach a few years ago, and through my role and my lived experience as a parent, um, you know, I'm able to have those conversations with parents, and so are other members of the team, mm-hmm. um, to be able to support them and 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 guide them as well. And there's quite a lot out there for parents as well um you know when i've spoke to parents in the past over half of them have said that they want help but they haven't been you know offered it so that's it you know there's lots of people working out there together face to face which is important but also there's lots of online resources we can support people with as well and then that peer support which i really value as a parent myself you know uh, and you can feel quite isolated if your child has got you know um mental health issues and and just think you know and there's a lot of you know blame and shame around that so i'm really working hard to destigmatize that as well yeah definitely can i ask them uh, you offer support for parents carers and young people if, for instance, um, you have professionals that would, would, would like some information and advice from yourself, um, you have got the expertise, your own personal experience, um, I feel that they want to pick up the phone. But what would you offer? What could you offer the professionals? So, I mean, we do do some work in schools as well. Um, so uh, we have a team member who goes into schools and delivers our self and mindful programs so um, we can deliver that in schools and I think once we build up those relationships with schools they're coming to us more so I think sometimes it's quite hard to pick up that phone but you know if you are in a school in the Craven area do contact us because we do have some stuff that we can support with there as well and hopefully that's growing um mentoring in school as well coming into school doing small group work around emotional health and well-being with children and young people so we, we do offer that as well but yeah and also having that kind of knowledge of the whole area and what's out there and I think as you probably know yourself that that's quite hard because it just seems like there's a whole load of services and some have a waiting list and some don't and, and what do I access and oh there's this and this and this and even I get confused so I, I yeah indeed uh, so it's trying to like look at navigating that that's what offer that's out there as well because um it's quite easy to think that there might just be one route to get you know one-to-one support for your child and uh, and there are many <laughs> one of the things that i noticed that you mentioned at the start mm-hmm. is that you're you covering the craven area mm-hmm. um so you mentioned bentham and settle which of particular interest because a lot of the time um i know that craven's quite a 
a large geographical area and quite a, a rural area. Um, so not just in Skipton, I know that there's a lot of activities at um, your base at Ing School in Skipton, um, but you're also in the other areas as well, is that right? Yeah, so um, we operate from Settle Pool, um, not the actual pool, the room beside the pool. <laughs> um, so we have um, our weekly, weekly groups there. We also um, work from the place in Settle as well. So we use community bases um, and also in Bentham, we're at the Methodist Church. Um, but we've also offered some one-to-one um, support through at the GP surgery in a room there. So, um, and we do stuff within those primary schools there as well. So, um, in Bentham and Settle. So, yeah. So, so that that's how we offer our support, and that is through weekly groups for primary and secondary age children, young people, where they get together um, in uh, small groups of around about ten. Um, then we do um, Wellbeing Cafe, so we have a weekly in Settle and monthly in Bentham. Um, so, but we're hoping, the Bentham one's been very, very popular, so we're hoping to expand that. And we also do a monthly one up in Grassington as well. So, you know, so we're covering all bases there. Each and, all. and then if people did want that, young people did want that one-to-one support or their parents, we can organise that in those places as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and we usually say we can see someone the same week for those um, and for those areas. So, yeah, which is, is quite good. It's just the logistics around that. But, yeah, I think to, to get support the same week is, is pretty good. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so if there's any, any young people who are from more rural location then they don't feel excluded don't feel oh no it's too fast travel to skip to the race support out there yeah, and also we do you know if, if getting there is going to be a problem do contact us because we can help with travel as well so we can help with transport and i think because what we find is we don't want um transport to be a barrier to any of our yeah. services so if you cannot travel to um, where we're based, we'll try and support you with that too. Yeah. Fantastic. One, one of the things you mentioned is that you, you turn over time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, you know, very busy organisations, some, and but you've just mentioned that it's like, would you say a week? Mm-hmm. Normally you get in touch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Once you put in the referral, we yeah. will contact you within um, a week um, to let you know. We'll let you know that we've received your referral and who's who's going to be contacting you. So that's the first thing. Yeah. Um, and the name of the person, you'll have a named person. Yeah. And then that person will look at where it might be a good fit, give you a call and have a chat. Um, get you a young person in um, to have a chat with them if that's appropriate or look at a group that would be the best situation so yeah people should be here within the week um from us and if it's going to be longer than that we will let you know straight away so um, but yeah we try and be really clear and transparent around that good good are there any examples of support that maybe you've provided um, as a charity for new person young people that you can think of yeah i suppose there's there's been gosh i i I've been trying to think of, there's so many examples. Um, I think we were on BBC Children in Need on Friday night um, with the support that we offered to Luke, a young person who comes to, to Selfa, and his family were on there. So that was really, really great to hear. Um, I think also we've supported a number of children and young people 
through one-to-one support and with their mental health and the kind of feedback that I'm having from that is that it's making a real difference to them and that because they already had the relationship with someone at Selfa that um, that that's been really really supportive and and I just you know I know through my own daughter and she accessed support earlier on and she's 17 now and she's really thriving she's doing really well and she would say that her mental health is really good and that's kind of a bit of my kind of textbook for all this is is about how we support um children and people and their whole families early because I know as a parent that I had to really look at my whole style of parenting because it's very different when you're a parent to a child who's got um, mental health needs. Um, and quite, I looked at my toolbox and I was like, I do not have anything. I know I don't know how to deal with this. So, yeah, so quite a few support for the whole family have meant that, you know, we've had children who've maybe had school anxiety um, or school refusal who are not getting to the point where they you know, or going back to school. Yeah. Um, we've also had some really, really uh, good examples. One young lad came to one of our sports clubs and uh, and then represented. Um, he'd never tried the sport before and he, it was fencing and then he'd gone on to represent England at fencing. Wow. So, yeah, wow. indeed. Uh, so, yeah, so that was a really good example of someone who'd come to one of our, um, come through our holiday clubs, come to our weekly sports club, tried fencing um, and then has gone on to to represent England. So indeed, uh, so yeah, at a junior level. So that was really, really good, you know, a really good example of a young person who's, you know, raised their aspirations. Those are the kinds of things we want. We want children and young people to become more independent, to um, have hope for the future. Yeah, uh, definitely. And I think that all stems from the work we do, building relationships and supporting emotional health and well-being at the heart. Great. And that, that links in a little bit with a question that I always like to ask any, any of our guests, really. Are there any particular issues that, that you see coming up more commonly at the moment with young people? And if there are any, then do you have any, any tips and advice mm-hmm. for, for any young people listening who might be struggling mm-hmm. with the same thing? Yeah. I think um, when we talk about you know, the impact that COVID's had, really. I think that's been massive on children and young people, and I don't think we can ever underestimate that. And I think that, you know, there's been a lot that's come out of that. There's been, you know, school anxiety, school refusal for uh, um, a number of children and young people. And also, you know, we are at uh, seeing mental health crisis of unprecedented demand really now you would need to be hiding in a cave not to see the headlines every day about services um but i think from my point of view uh what i would say is it gets better it will get better i promise you it will get better and i do wish you know like i could show some of my parents that come into selfie with children young people who are like 11 12 13 year olds some of our young people who are 17 18 19 year olds going on and living happy fulfilled lives you know they'll still be most of the road because that's life you know we all have them i have them in my 40s you know um but um actually being able to cope with those bumps a heck of a lot more um and i i really do think i just wish i could say you know if it'll be okay i promise you it's going to get better and and I know that myself you know I could I saw a very bleak future for my daughter and actually now she's driving and I think I wish I could have seen where you are now you know but um 
it, it is, and it's those people who held my hand in those times and those that the support that I got, you know, um, that really would help me through. Fantastic. If there's anybody listening who has any questions about SELFA um, or any questions about mental health that they want answering our podcast, then please do get in touch. Um, we're, we're available on, on Instagram um, as our, our SELFA um, and other, other social media that we've already mentioned. Um, but other than that, thank you, Emma, for, for joining us today. Um, it's been fantastic and it's great, great work that the charity is doing um, across Craven. I know the, the support that it's provided so many young people that, that I've seen. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really good to hear. So thank you for, for joining us today. And hopefully to everybody else, we'll speak soon. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Emma. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Great Minds Podcast. If you have any questions that you would like us to answer on the show, please get in touch by our Instagram page at the Great Minds Podcast. And we'll do our best to answer your question the next time we record. If you would like to find out more about Great Minds and WACA, please visit our website www.greatminds.co.uk Until next time, you've been listening to the Great Minds Podcast. Speak soon.